as believers believe that God is omniscient. He knows everything. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows the future, the present, and the past. He knows his creation from the most minute detail to the most immense detail in the universe. God knows everything. And we say everything. But there are some things he does not know. Can you say some things? He does not know of anyone who is not a sinner. I know your little baby's perfect, but you just wait. <laughs> Time will show itself the nature that they have. Sometimes their first word is, no! Rebellion shows itself. Or mine! Selfishness shows itself. So we are all sinners. Can we say everybody? God does not know a sinner he does not love. So he does not know anyone who's not a sinner, but he does not know a sinner he does not love. For God so loved the world of sinners that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him would not perish but might have everlasting life. When was he begotten? I don't have time, but I can show you in the Bible. When he rose from the dead, God said, this day I have begotten you. So God so loved the world that he gave his risen son, having paid the penalty for our sins, death, burial, and resurrection, so that whoever believes in him would not perish but might have everlasting life. Third thing God does not know, he does not know of a sin he does not hate. Sin that he hates separate the people that he loves from himself and from one another and generates all sorts of hurt in the world. Why is there wickedness in the world? We're sinners. You don't believe it? Turn on the news. Read the headlines of a national newspaper, maybe not your community newspaper. And then sometimes it manifests itself there. So everyone's a sinner. Everyone is loved by God, but their sins must be dealt with. God does not like it. This is why everyone's not going to heaven. If unredeemed, untransformed people go to heaven, now you're in the midst of people who've been redeemed, and God's in the process of transforming us. So we're not all ready for heaven yet, right? But if he took everyone there, it would become earth too. Someone would start fires. Someone would be changing the locks to your mansion or whatever we have to exist there. So it's a place in the next dimension for his people. This earthly existence is the place of transformation. God hates sin, so he's dealing with it now. God does not know of any way to save sinners whom he loves from the sin that he hates. He does not know of any way to save sinners other than through the free gift of his son. He doesn't know of any other way. Well, I'm a good person. Well, Hitler thought he was a good person. Sorry. Our goodness is as filthy rags, the Bible says. And that was written in a day when there wasn't toilet paper. Hello. Oh. We need righteousness given to us as a free gift. We need salvation. If it's by our goodness, then we have room to be prideful. 
There's no other way than through the Son coming to live a perfect life and then dying an unjust death and God allowing it so that what he did could be applied to our case. The penalty we owe, death being the worst penalty for the worst kind of crime. He's paid it all. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin has left a crimson stain, but his blood washes white as snow. And fifthly, he does not know of a better time for sinners whom he loves to be saved than today. So you're a sinner, but God loves you. And he sent his son to save you. And there's no better time for you and I to receive the benefit of that than today. Can we raise our hearts but bow our heads? Lord, we lift our hearts up to you. We open our ears to you. And we say, Lord, if this is true, open our eyes to see our need for you. Convict us of our sins. Give us the free gift of saving faith so that we can believe, so that we can call, so that we can receive, so that we can stand. Lord, take these words that have been shared today like seed, plant them in the heart of every person in this room and make us alive in you. Amen.